All right. Okay. Take this so, off. is this one yours? I, I, I made copies. I made five copies. A la una, a la dos, a las tres. Okay. So I don't think I have to um, read anything off of you. No, this uh-uh, is, this, it's all for, this is gonna it's all be for me. Um, go. Thanks for listening to San Antonio Public Library's podcast, Tuned In. This podcast is made possible by a generous donation from the San Antonio Public Library Foundation. Our sound engineers are Daniel Gonzalez and Daniel Garcia. Today we're talking about the Yule Ball. Haven't heard of it? All Harry Potter fans are getting ready. But first, we want to mention that there will be an informational meeting at the Memorial Branch Library on Saturday, December 1st, from 10 a.m. to noon. The topic? Renovation. And second, a shout-out to all poets 18 years and under, living or attending school in Bear County, to enter the Young Pegasus Poetry Competition. Last day for submission is December 15th. Find out more online at guides.mysapple.org. I'm here today with Dan. Hi, this is Dan. Hondo. Hi, Diana. This is Hondo. And I'm Diana. <laughs> and to tell us all about Yule Ball, we've invited Rhonda. Rhonda, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's nice to be here. We're very anxious to hear everything that you have to tell us about the Yule Ball. So we're going to start off right there. Uh, what exactly is a Yule Ball? And, and, and who's invited? <laughs> well, first of all, it's for everybody that would like to come, public, staff, anyone who's interested, preferably Harry Potter fans. Um, the Yule Ball is actually an event that happens in one of the books, in the, uh, the Goblet of Fire. Okay. Uh, during the Triwizard Tournament, there's a big formal ball called the Yule Ball. Okay. So we are sort of recreating that event. Um, we will have all sorts of activities. It is a formal event. We ask that people please dress formally or in wizard robes. It's not required, but it's requested. And uh, yes, we have loads of activities we'll be doing. Uh, the, and Say again, when does it take place? It happens on December 8th, and it takes place from 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock in the evening. So it's actually an after-hours event, so it'll just be the old Ball happening. And so this will be happening at Hogwarts, or <laughs> is it happening somewhere in the, uh, in the mundane world? Even better, it's going to be here at Central Library. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, much easier to get to. Sure. Um, I was wondering how we were going to get people to go, you know, sideways into it. Yeah, yeah, that was going to be a little, a little difficult. We have a wall that you can run at. Oh, fun. <laughs> is that actually going to be one of the things that you guys will have at the Yule Ball? Actual you set magic up a wall? walls? No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> so, what, uh, so what will we find at the Yule Ball? So let's say, for example, I get my wizard robes out because I do own some. Um, and I decide, hey, I'm going to take the fam out to the Yule Ball. What, what will we see when we get there? Well, first of all, it is just for adults. Oh. Uh, it's not for the family. It is 18 and up only. So that means there's going to be libations. Indeed. Madame Rosemerta will be serving her libations, and you need to bring an ID if you wish to partake. Nice. Madame Rosemerta? Indeed. From oh. uh, the, the, one of the, the pub owners, shall we oh, say, <laughs> in okay. the books. Yeah. Um, so when you arrive, mm-hmm. you'll see magic and mystery and everything else. But one of the first things you'll see when you come in the door is live owls. Oh, wow. Cool. Mm-hmm. In case anybody needs to send a message, we will have owls on hand. Who? 
That's terrible. Uh-oh. Don't make me use one of the curses on you. She's got a wand. Be careful. Indeed. Um, m- one of the main things we'll have, obviously, at any ball, we'll have a DJ, we'll have a dance floor. Um, if you are not a natural dancer, we are going to have a very short dancing lesson right at the beginning, a ballroom dancing lesson. Um, and then the rest of the evening will be both Harry Potter themed music and classics and local, you know, hits, a little bit of everything. And more familiars aside from just the owls? Uh, we will also have, yes, uh, Professor Kinsey will be bringing uh, Scabbers the Rat and oh, wow. Neville the Toad and some snakes if you want to practice your parcel tongue. So, yes, there will be a variety of magical creatures on hand. Somewhere I saw or heard mention of cockroaches. Uh, we don't know if he'll bring the cockroaches or not. Okay, We're not good. sure if they're really cockroaches. Oh, okay. So you never know. True. Magical creatures. True. You might have anything. <laughs> We don't. We told him no dragons though, because we just don't have the room. Okay, right, right, but, yeah, yeah. That'd be really. I think the director might get a little upset if we tried to fit a dragon in the auditorium. Indeed, I asked, but they said no. Okay, well, good. <laughs> um, we'll also be having some things like we're going to have a wand craft. Oh, so yeah. if you would like to make, you know, a holiday wand, perhaps if you already have one, uh, we will have an area where you can do that. Cool. Um, we'll have an escape room. Oh no! Oh, cool. And if you can't figure out the riddles to escape you can always use sorcery that all sounds that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun so um it's interesting this is so this is really just kind of like an analog the potterverse version of a christmas celebration sort of it's you know for all holidays right, um, okay. it's just a, a, a big celebration and you know like most things harry potter harry potter is such a universal fandom and has the great thing about it is it's not just one age group because so many people you know the first book came out not quite 20 years ago I believe right right Um, so people have grown up with these books you know so there are adults that are teaching their now their children to read these books and stuff so you know so many people know the world and know it well so they enjoy getting together with other Potter fans to enjoy the books and the events from the books so we're hoping that that will bring, you know, the, the fandom will bring out a bunch of people that would like to celebrate together and enjoy the holidays in a Harry Potter style. It's really interesting to me, the just the enduring popularity of the of that series. And of course, they are still continuing to put out more material. So it's mm-hmm. not like the series ended and the story got resolved and then that was the total end. I mean, now they're exploring, they're continuing to explore. And so with something, with an event like this, I mean, yes, so this one is, is geared towards adults, but maybe people will bring along their friends, their significant others, the, the people who have resisted getting into this, uh, this fandom, this area of interest, and, and discover the, 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 the interest for themselves. Is that kind of one of the things that you all were hoping would happen? or? Of course. I mean, we always love bringing other people into the Harry Potter universe. Sure. Um, J.K. Rowling just developed such a wonderful world and you know so much detail and so much information I think that what is what makes it one of the ones that's very easy to inhabit and for people to expand on and to enjoy because it's there is so much detail and information um, and a lot of people who well, I mean almost everybody's read the books but the few people that haven't right yeah <laughs> once they kind of see that level of interest in other people a lot of times will be like well, well tell me more you know, so that's always good to see. And it's neat, too, that the the entry point, I mean, so as a person who works in a library, to me, the fact that Harry Potter, 
sort of reignited a lot of interest in reading. I, I, one of the reasons why I, I have such a high opinion of the, of the whole thing is because it really did get people reading. It got kids reading. It got people reading in groups and, and folks would, I remember a friend of mine uh, took her daughter to one of the book release uh, events that they had at a at a bookstore, the and it was parties. yeah, and it was just like this big social event. And I mm -hmm. I thought this is a really neat thing, to to you know to build around a book, and then of course then the movies came out, and then that also served as an entry point. So it's really mm -hmm. neat that that this is this event is kind of continuing that same sort of welcoming. Hey, come in and and jump into this pool with us because it's it's a lot of fun there's magic there's wonder there's the amazing world building that takes place in this in this uh series and i think that's one of the things that continues to attract people to it and this one's nice too because it is slightly more aimed at adults yeah. um and a formal event a lot of times harry potter like everybody, you know, the, the, the book launches and the, the launch parties are, you know, an integral part of a lot of people's lives growing up. Yeah. But it's nice to have sort of a formal event related to it as well, because a lot of times it's not so formal. So it's a little bit different in that respect as well. Right. Strangely enough, just a quick story. I used to work in a bookstore mm -hmm. um, and we just carried science fiction and fantasy for adults. We didn't carry children's books. Oh, neat. And my boss at the time came down and was like, there's this book coming out and normally we wouldn't carry it. It's a kid's book, but there's a lot of buzz about it. So we're going to keep a couple of copies because it might sell. And he came out with the Philosopher's Stone. And boom. We were in London, so it was the Philosopher's oh, okay, Stone. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, it sold. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, it's a, it, it's one of those books, I think, that kind of crosses age categories. So yeah, Very you much. usually find it in the juvenile collection, mm -hmm. but I think it's equally appealing to people of all ages. Like, I mean, after I read the first book, it was introduced to me by my friend, who's, who took her, the person who took their kid to the release party. She said, you really, really got to read these books. And I thought, okay, well, cool, I'll read it. And I read The Sorcerer's Stone, because this is America. No, that's, <laughs> uh, well, I read The Sorcerer's Stone because that was what was available to me here. Mm -hmm. And um, and I thought, wow, this is really neat. It's just, I mean, it's not like the greatest piece of fiction ever written, but it's just really neat. It's mm -hmm. engaging. Uh, again, I love world building. That's one of the mm -hmm. things that brings me back to books again and again. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought, I need to hand this off to my mom. And of course, my mom is advanced in age. Uh -huh. And she loved it just as much as I did, just as much as my daughters did, just as much as pretty much everybody that I've handed this book to is, you know, I think I've only had one person who read it and said, eh, it's, you know, it's okay. Uh -huh. um, but it's neat. It, it, it's just it, the appeal, I think, is, is very broad. And that's, yes. that's a really good thing about it. And that's what makes it a wonderful fandom to be in is because it's so all-encompassing. It also tends to, I mean, not, you know, there's always some bad in any fandom. But generally speaking, it tends to be a very supportive fandom, a very friendly fandom, a very, you know, engaging. Very open. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know. And creative. Very, very creative. <laughs> Well, I think and that's one of the things about imaginative works is that it allows the the fans to bring their creativity to it also. As an adult, you just get to play as much as you want. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And adults should play more. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And do more magic. Absolutely. Oh, yes. So on this, uh, for, for versions of playing, so Diana, you like knitting. So one thing is like even if someone's craft doesn't happen to be maybe video games, maybe doesn't happen to be... Uh, 
wand practice, but even for knitting, that's that's an attraction is from what I hear. Is that correct? I'm not I, I don't knit or any oh, you of the can text. Knit, you can knit every Harry Potter uh, I don't know what jackets or sweaters and well, socks. I believe I don't isn't know there what, an actual book of Harry Potter knitting projects, yes. if I'm not mistaken? Yes. <laughs> There's also again Harry Potter cookbooks and all sorts of again sort of sidebars to the that people have created. It does seem that the fashion is a strong part of it, and since a lot of the fashion may be derived from traditional British um, schools, I suppose, boarding schools, that uh, that can be a starting off point. Uh, again, I'm not versed in the textile arts, so <laughs> I don't know exactly how one goes about that. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, one thing is that I always have to think of, um, very little crossover into the world of Mary Poppins, the other very well-known right. British sorcerer. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just had to <laughs> throw that out there. I've never made that connection before. Oh, I, I constantly make that connection. They, they, they just rhyme. I bet you if you go out into the internet, you will find somewhere somebody has drawn the connection that Mary Poppins and Harry Potter exist in the same universe. Of I, I would, it would not surprise me. There's got to be some fan, fan fiction out there or say, something. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm -hmm. They're all under be. the same umbrella or something. Uh. Is, that, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. And okay. now you can add... Um, Gosh, what's his name from Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, Yondu. Oh, Yondu, yeah. yes. Yeah, because yeah, he's, hey, guys, I'm Mary Poppins. That was, that was just one of the most awesome bits on that. No that spoilers. Was. So for, and for the party, so even if someone's Hufflepuff, that is correct? Like me, yes. Okay, so even a Hufflepuff can go, okay, well, that, that's good, that's good. Does everybody, all houses welcome. Does okay. All, does, okay, so who, who here knows their Harry Potter house? I'm Hufflepuff. You're a Hufflepuff. Mm -hmm. Honda, uh, uh, Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Uh, sorry. I, 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 I think we could probably make a pretty good guess. Slytherin. Diana. No. <laughs> no. No. Slytherin no. is a very proud house. I actually, I am a, I'm a Slytherin. Uh. Whoa. Yes. But Diana, you guys want to take a guess? I bet you, I mean, we could probably reach a consensus on this one. You want to take a guess, Rhonda? Ravenclaw? Definitely. There is absolutely, absolutely, Diana's a Ravenclaw through and through and through. Okay, right. tell me where I fit in there. Ravenclaw is the school of the intellectual. They're the, mo they're the most studious, the most, um, they're, they're the brainy ones, like the super brainy ones. <laughs> Slytherin is the evil ones. Not necessarily. Just like hurting people, that's uh. all. <laughs> yes. And what's Huff and Puff? Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff tend to be very loyal, tend to be, I don't know, kind of happy and... They have a very positive outlook. Yeah. Yeah, they have a very, very oh, positive I'm, outlook. I'm yeah. Hufflepuff. <laughs> Some people have crossed schools. True. So, the, 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 All right. so what happens when, in, in the books, what happens is when you arrive at, uh, the, at, the, at the wizarding school, they sort you into houses. Uh, and so they'll put a hat on you, and the sorting hat will tell you, will talk, discuss your traits... And then it'll tell you which house you, you, your, your greatest tendencies or your greatest assets will, where you belong. Mm -hmm. And so most students that go will have tendencies that, will, that could fit them into other houses, but they'll have one particular uh, aspect of them that will define which house they're, they're put into. Mm -hmm. I see. And there you have it, guys. So has anybody been to the Wizarding World, to the, the theme park? I have, the one in Florida. That's my kids are just like, we got to go, we got to go. It's like, okay, cool, get jobs. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
And the Wizarding World, I mean, it was wonderful to see, but again, it plays on that, the world building and the detail sure. that in the books, because that's what's used. I mean, the detail there is amazing. Oh, yeah. It, it really is like stepping into, you know, Hogwarts or, you know, the play, the, they have the Hogwarts Express that takes mm -hmm. you across the park and, and you just totally believe you're on the Hogwarts Express. It's really, really impressive. Really Did that inspire the Yule Ball at all? I mean, did you when, did that experience make you think, we got to do something that's immersive and kind of neat like that? Actually, it's a little bit the other way around. I'd already done a Harry Potter uh, program at my library, oh, at the branch okay. library where I work. And so it was fun after doing that to go to the, to the Wizarding World and say, okay, I got this right. And I didn't get that right, but <laughs> I got that right. <laughs> that's cool. So. I don't know. All, all I got is, uh, you know, Aloha Mora and uh, Caterwauling Charms and uh, Ch oh sorry I was going through I was going through the list. No. <laughs> One other thing, um, just to mention real quick, uh, there will also be uh, Death Eaters. There will what? be a game of Death Eaters going on. So Death Eaters are not a game. It, it is sometimes. Very if you do dangerous. it right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you can always come and visit them when you're. When you escape from the escape room, you can go visit the Death Eaters game. Does someone have to have their Patronus ready? It helps. Okay. okay. They really should anyway. Okay. Game or no game. Right, right. So, okay. Um, and then, again, one important thing to stress is 18 and up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to go ahead and wrap us up, Diana? Oh, that would be great. Thank you. Thanks for listening to San Antonio Public Library's podcast, Tuned In. Today is Wednesday, November 14th, 2018. Well, how you, how'd you do? How'd we do?